Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Guam. Going to the Fear Factory. This is George Corps, Commander Fisher. This is Jasmine Delodrop. This is Wade from Allah's Enemy. Mike Nitz from 2017. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Zuzanne Drex from Kilbevel Hill. This is Gary Green from Simple Touring. You're listening to Ever Black Podcast. All right, before we go into this episode, we just need to give a shout-out to our show supporters, the brutal occult clothing brand Electric Witch, who have amazing apparel from shirts to hoodies to hats to beanies and more. Check out their full range at electricwitch.com.au and put in the code EVERBLACK for 20% off your order. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the EVERBLACK podcast through Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook, and check out all our articles at everblackmedia.com. All right, on with the show. Yeah, so uh, Marizia, thanks for joining us on the show, buddy. Um, how's everything going over in uh, your part of the world? You know, it's uh, doing as good as we can with the situation we're given, you know, and uh, I, I was in Chicago earlier in the year and uh, last year we decided, me and my family, to move down to Florida and uh, sold our house in Chicago and then a couple of weeks later, a pandemic hit. So we were in between housing and coming down here was a crazy mess, but in the end, we're here. Everything's good. So yeah. <laughs> crazy situation oh i know dude i know man it's uh it's it's getting crazy again here too so yeah at least uh, hopefully everyone's staying safe over there you know are you guys in the same sort of area to jam you in the country? no not at all uh, no. i'm in uh i'm in florida my guitar player's in dallas texas and then everybody else is in montreal so in canada so basically we're just half the bands in two different countries right now ah uh, yes of course we're in the two hardest cities too, like me and Texas, and I'm in, you know, Florida. So, what it is? Yeah, man, crazy times. Well, of course, I mean, the new Cataclysm album, Unconquered, comes out on September 25th, and I've been lucky enough to hear this beast. It is so brutal. I've been driving to it over the last couple of days, and it's a miracle that I haven't gotten a speeding fine yet. <laughs> That's a good one. I haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> so that's cool. It, it's true. No, it is true. Because as soon as it starts off nice and nice and easy, you're like, oh yeah, cool. And as soon as it kicks in, you just you lose your, you know, you just lose your head. We'll <laughs> yeah. get a little, you know. It's, but uh, everything seems like it's been stepped up for this one. The production is amazing. It sounds fat, heavy. Using seven strings now. So what what, what inspired that change to ramp everything up? Um, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where, um, we, we, we came into this record with a different mindset. Um, we are approaching 30 years as a band. Uh, we started when we were high school dudes, you know, and like, you know, 16, 17 or in high school and we started cataclysm and, uh, me and JF and, uh, you know, all these years we're still, we're still here strong and, and still like, I think relevant in, in certain things until we, uh, 29 years now. And so I was like, this is the record. We need to step it up. And um, we had, we called it Unconquered for that reason. One of the reasons why we called it that. And uh, 
you said, you know what, if we're going to make a move, let me make a move on the guitar too, because I'm wanting to, I'm wanting to go on a seven string guitar. And that definitely changed some dynamics uh, as far as production is concerned. Uh, we also got lucky and got a big producer behind this record, uh, Colin Richardson, which yeah. is like an iconic dude, you know, and uh, he came out of retirement to do this record for us. So it's like, he heard the demo tracks. He's like, I got to do this record. And I was like, <laughs> so so basically um it's just the stars aligned on this and um you know it's actually funny in a way because the record label wanted to push this record to 2021 and they were like this is a strong album mm. we shouldn't gamble it let's put it out you know this is what we recommend but we were like nah man this is the time to release music this is a time people need it. It's therapeutic. And, you know, at least we feel it is. And that's how it is for us. And you need a cataclysm record when it's, when it's the, what do you say it? When it's a, when it's cataclysm, release cataclysm, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so I was like, you know, it's, it's all messed up out there. And I said, we need to release some music and get, keep people to, you know, give some people some drive and some encouragement because we have an underlying positive attitude with our music. Mm. You know, Unconquered says it. And that's, that's the point. You know, I man, I think when it drops, it's going to be in a lot of people's top ten albums. It's 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 looking it's looking really strong for us right now. We're very happy. Yeah, the Kill Shot is like dominating radio here, and uh, which is unusual for a death metal band, you know. And it's doing really well. It has this thing that's that's very catchy about it. This album, you know, and it's just like and it's still underground, right? It's like the the, mm. the last beats are crazy, and but then you got other elements, and it's very. Uh, it's a record I find um, just gels together really well, like from start to finish, you know? Absolutely. And man, people have only gotten a taste. That's what I said. I feel like, like lucky that I've heard it because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. other tracks on this album. Man, oh, yeah. <laughs> when people hear it, I don't even give anything away, man, but like Killshot's awesome, but man, there's some other stuff on here. There's strong tracks really- on this. Yeah. The next yeah. single is going to be Underneath the Scars. That's coming out oh, next month. That's, that's a big yeah. one. Yeah, man. And then, Solid. you know, I mean, there's pit, pit ragers like Focus to Destroy You or Total Pit Ragers and Defiant is like crazy song as yeah. well. So I don't know. It's it's a very varied record. Also, there's stuff that's very pensive, like Icarus Falling. And uh, when it's over, the last two tracks are very kind of like put you in a different mood, you know. Um, there's piano in there, you know. So we kind of like, we, 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 we really pulled like our our guns out and we said hey let's go shooting you know what i mean <laughs> this album we were like we we just had this thing in in us when we were writing it that we just this is the this is the time we got to do this record now you know and and it was done in in december of last year finished and wow. we were hanging on to this record it was supposed to be out this month july everywhere and then all this shit happened we were like what are we gonna do you know it's like label was like let's push it but in the end, man, this is the time, right? Yeah, so, so, so we move forward with it and I'm happy, you know, we're not, no regrets. And uh, I think it's actually a right time to release and people paying attention to it. I agree. I agree. Imagine sitting, I mean, having it that long and sitting on it until next year. Another year. No Another, way. You'd be climbing up the walls, brother. You'd be, yeah, you'd I, know, was, I was already climbing up the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, so, I mean, we're, we're so uh, bummed out that we have to cancel all our gigs, all our, op- right now I'll be doing some open airs in Europe and everything got pushed. And uh, so we're actually finishing writing a new X day old record right now. So we're in the middle oh, cool. of that. So, so yeah, so we're keeping busy creatively, uh, just working real hard, you know, for this year. 
Well, I mean, nothing about it is how aggressive the album is. You know, you you seem so pissed off on this thing. Not only vocally, yeah. but you know, lyrically, it seems like it is more of a personal album, and you absolutely, I, it's it's one hundred percent. I I I I don't know. You know what? I never I haven't stopped in thirty years. You know, record touring. I mean, it's fourteen yep. albums. Do the math. You know, it's like every two years almost a record out. Have not stopped. At some point, uh, I was dealing, I deal also with a lot of bands that I manage. I have a company called Hard Impact Music. Flesh God Apocalypse, one of my bands, and, and Septic Flesh, and I have a bunch of other bands I work with. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where all this pressure of work and everything, and I didn't have time for myself. And then when we're doing this record, I was like, I'm fucking pissed. I'm so, I don't know if I, sh- if I can swear or not. You can, you can say like, whatever you like on this record. Right, I was like, I am pissed. And... I told JF, you know, we got to do a record, you know, come up to Chicago. And he came up to my studio and then we just, I just belched this record with him. It just came out naturally, you know. And it was just, like I said, everything, the puzzle just came together. It was very aggressive. I felt like I had to, you know, like for me, it's therapeutic as well, like I said before. And mm. that's what, that's how it came out. Like it was punching things, you know. Oh man, it's going to hit hard when it, when it drops. Absolutely. Uh, in terms, you mentioned the, the seven string guitars. Uh, are you guys going to be using that in future? Are you going to be looking at, you know, translating the older material to the seven strings? JF's already adapted to playing on the seven strings, the other songs. So basically he's going to play, be playing, you know, in the lower, you know, in different mm-hmm. casings, like intonations, whatever he does, he's going to be playing in a, on the same guitar all the songs, which I thought was crazy. I thought he would just swap guitars every time. That's <laughs> you know, he's he's a, he's a maniac. So I let him I let him take care of his instrument. The thing that's going to happen now, though, with Cataclysm, we dig this record so much. And after you go in seven strings, it'll be hard to go down to six. I think we're going to be going this direction for the rest of the career, probably most likely. Um, X Dale is going to stay on a six string because this way we can balance them out more, uh, like you know, more differently. Um, uh, you know, put them in a different category or whatever. But as far as like the band, I just find this sound to be good. You know, like it just fits yeah. so good with Cataclysm style. Also, vocal wise, um, I'm finding myself more as a vocalist as I'm going. You know, I, this is like the 14th record, but it's been only the last three or four records where I find that I'm like getting where I, where I am strong at, you know, like where, I, where I'm, I'm at my best and uh, I'm a very uh, good mid-range vocalist. I'm not, you know, the big guttural guy or the big super deep guy, you know, and it's every time I tried that, I did okay, but I wasn't competing with anybody. There's, yeah. you know, there's the big guys out there doing that stuff. And I'm more like uh, falling in line, like an at the gates type, you know, like I'm more yeah. of a mid range where you can understand everything I say and maybe a little more thrashy or whatever. But I, I'm, you know, look, I, I, it's, it's, it's been a great experience so far in this album and it's just looking good. But in terms of your vocals and, and, I'm very similar with you. I'm I'm a mid-range vocalist. Like, cool. Uh, Lindbergh's one of my my heroes as well. Right, he's a great uh, man. But when it came to recording, so you have the layers. Like your vocal sound on this record in particular is the sound I've been chasing for a very very long time. It's like okay. I'm going to be using it as a reference. I'm going to be like, this is what I want. But is that something that you've 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 had that formula for a while and you'll go into a producer and say like this is how i do my my vocals Mm -hmm. um how do you how do you is that the formula that you sort of stick with 
and you go in. I have, we, 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 we uh, record vocals dry. There's no IQs in it. Like it's very dry. Yeah. I, I like, I like to wet them a little bit. We call them by putting some, some reverb or something when I do it. Uh, but then we send that out to the producers and the producers are the one that put them like right there. We can enunciate everything and they work mm. on the vocals. So, I mean, Colin Richardson is like a major producer and he was able to really get the best out of me on it. Um, but also Andy Sneap was really good at it. And when he worked on my record for of Ghosts and Gods, he did a great oh, job. Yeah. on. It too. So, it, you know, you, you got, you got this thing where you start learning how to do it also, you know, so JF knows how to tape me like and record me or whatever. And so it's, it's, uh, I like it when the vocals are in the front, you know, and it's like you're attacking, you know, and it's like yeah. that feeling, you know, and then I do the underlying vocals. So when I do tracks, I'll do my mid range and then I'll double it with the high pitch, whatever I want to go with high pitch, or if it's lyrics that are only high pitch, I'll just do that. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, there's at least three, four, five, sometimes vocal layers on, on, on songs. I'm with you on that. I love doing cool. that. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to use that as a reference, this new one. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, uh, you were here um, not long ago. A year ago? Yeah. yeah. Last year. Yeah, Three man. Blockers. Yeah. Wow. Man. I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty old now. Um, but uh, you, did you guys both play? It was just you guys that played Brisbane, right? No, I think uh, like, I believe we all played it with hypocrisy. We did the whole yeah. the whole uh, Australian dates together, I believe. They didn't make Japan. They had a problem with the visas. They, That's like, right. They missed, like, they missed like two shows in Japan and they were stuck there. And, I, and then we, we got there and we, we did them without them. And I think it was like one or two shows without them. But they made it to, to Tokyo and they did that one with us. But that, so that was a cool tour with those guys. I mean, we've known them forever. Hypocrisy, Peter is crazy nut guy. And, <laughs> and um, I mean, Hypocrisy and Cataclysm and actually Meshuggah are the three oldest uh, bands signed to Nuclear Blast. You know, we've been, we've been there since the early 90s. So, yeah. I was real bummed I missed that because I was, I was away. When you guys were in Brisbane, oh, okay, yeah, it was okay. It was, you know, it did well. You know, Australia is is is, is not a it's it's a strong market, but it's not a massive market for metal. You know, it's like you go there and you you got your fans and you're happy to see them, and you know that's what it is. You know, but uh, we hope to come back. Hopefully, we don't have to wait. You know, three four years in between every time, but hopefully, this record uh, will bring us back. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, uh, of course, I mean, with the current state of the world and everything being on hold with touring and shows and in some places, how are you guys working around that? I mean, obviously you're keeping busy with music behind the scenes, but how are you, how are you keeping things rolling on the business side? You know, it's, it's very rough. Uh, we've, we've already canceled this year out type of thing with like, yeah. you know, as far as, as far as touring is concerned, all that, that's, you know, and that's a lot of the income. Uh, but you know, we've been lucky that our fans have been really dedicated with us, giving us a lot of support and pushing, uh, you know, in, you know, ordering the album, like especially on the pre-orders. This is one of the highest pre-orders we've had for a record. And people have just been really, you know, showing a lot of support for Cataclysm. And we really appreciate that. But I'm not, you know, we're not the band that I'm not doing any drive throughs that's not going to happen. I'm not playing in front of cars, you know, <laughs> so tin cans or whatever. I'm not doing that. And then uh, the live stream thing. And maybe, maybe at some point, if things don't get better, we might have to turn to that, you know, you never know. Um, but I know that 
for me, for example, um, I'm maybe too old school, you know, and I would prefer playing with crowds and just doing a show. So, you know, look, this pandemic's here. It's been here before a hundred years ago. Yeah. It's going to go away. You just have to, you know, it'll disappear or we'll find a cure or something, but we'll live with it. Whatever it is, we're going to get back to normal. Hopefully next year, you know, if, it, if everything goes well. And buy some of those cataclysm masks. Yes, but they're sold out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You still got hot sauce, right? Yeah, that, that we sell. Yeah, yeah. That, that does well for us. Yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> we're thinking about releasing one for Unconquered as well. So we, we're, we, we've been doing it for the last couple of records. You know, every record will release a new one. So I think we're yeah. going to do a new one for this one. What about the beers? Can, can we get the beers and the hot sauce down here in Australia? Yeah, the beers, no, nah, man. I don't even have them in the U.S. They're just in Belgium, France, I think the U.K. So it's only in Europe that play that thing. It's very limited and very expensive to ship that stuff. But <laughs> hot sauces, we ship them to Australia. We have we have some yeah some some guys that want them on their Barbies. Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very keen on a scale because I'm keen to try it. But on a scale between eye watering and say uh, ass on fire or hallucinating, you like Homer Simpson out in the desert. Which, yeah. which do you recommend? Which is the, which is the, well, the, the God's fury is going to be like, um, it's a garlic habanero sauce. So it, it's strong, but it's not strong, strong. You put it, you can put it pretty much on, on a lot of stuff. It's you know, it's got a bite and it's normal. Right. Um, it's almost like, um, a hot Tabasco Sriracha type, you know, okay. something like that. And then the God Fire, the God's, uh, that was God's Fury. The, the Ghost Fire, that one is a million Scoville. That'll kick your ass. <laughs> so that, that one's really hot. It's smoky and it's like hot as fuck. You know, if like, you know I've, I've had people, you know, just put a bit and then just like, you know, they're tearing down. And like, <laughs> you know, so that one's real brutal. That's for the tough guys or whatever. Or the ones that have no stomach left already, or whatever. <laughs> they want to shit fire by that one. And then we have the um, the narcissist from the last record, the meditations record. We did that yep. one. That one's a very popular one because it's a bit sweet, and it's tangy. So it's got like uh, it's like a mango scotch bonnet type of pepper. So it's kind of like it's cool. You put on everything, eggs, whatever you you know, whatever you do, burgers. It's like so that one's a popular because it's 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 tangy. It's it's bite but not too much you know it's a bit sweet so i'll have to get some the yeah. next one i want to release a scorpion pepper one because <laughs> it's unconquered right so that has to go with like the kill shot or something yep. pe- oh, hot sauce you know <laughs> i know one guy to be totally up for that shout out to chippy yeah. he'd be yeah. down for that <laughs> so i'm thinking you know we'll see but that well, that's the plan you know maybe we'll do two one one that's super crazy and then one that's going to be like kind of chill you know <laughs> figure it out Man, we're having a good time with those you know that's cool thing about that is like people buy them and they think oh, it's just a collector then they try it they like it and then they finish them and then they want another one <laughs> so buy two see see that you guys yeah. out there buy two of each so you can keep one on the shelf with your collection and the uh the other to actually try that's what i recommend yep, yep. that's <laughs> it support the boys uh of course i mean you mentioned before uh xdo you're working on another xdo album as well yep. i mean mm-hmm. What, what's, how, how far along is that one? Uh, three quarters in. Uh, we're going to finish probably writing by the end of this month. And then we're looking at entering the studio in September for this album. And uh, the record is really dark and twisted, man. It's like, uh, it's all based on the Emperor Nero. 
So it's called the 13 years of Nero that's going to come out next year. And it's really dark. It has, uh, I have, um, Clemens from Karakangren that's doing all the orchestration on it. So it's very, very twisted and I got it right. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I look forward to releasing that record. And I, and one of my favorites we've done with XDAO, that's for sure. Cause you, you're really pushing that more. I'd like, I'd like to come to Australia with XDAO. It'd be really cool. That'd be popular actually. Cause people like yeah. that. Yeah, man. Yeah. You recently released a single as well, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Just to keep people going a little bit because, you know, with Exdale, it's not the same as Cataclysm. Cataclysm is like every two, three years release a record. Exdale, like I think it took five years to release the Immortal Wars. And then now I think this, because of what's going on, we'll be able to release this next one much shorter gap time. Uh, So maybe like it'll be only two to three years. So like that's that's kind of a lot fast for Exdale, you know, but uh, we wanted to release a track in between. That's what we did. Yeah. How do you sleep? You don't even sleep, do you? I look at these eyes, man. <laughs> you just keep going. <laughs> or you got a clone, don't you? You got a, you got a twin? No, you know how it is, man. It's it's one of those things where it's it's it keeps me alive. You know, if yeah, if if my brain always works and I feel like if I stop, do nothing it's fine for a day or two, but after that I start itching, you know, I'm like, I gotta do something. So I keep busy with all that. I'm actually uh, planning on recording a uh, solo album at the end of the year called Invictus. Awesome. And I'm going to, I'm going to be doing that. Uh, it's going to be a one-time thing. I don't think I'll do more than one record, but it's kind of an autobiography record that I'm going to do. Uh, and I'm going to do something really special with the fans for that. So that's going to be probably around the end of the year, early next year, just to get through this year, you know, put some music out and then we'll support it all, you know? We can. That's excellent. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, of course, uh, thanks again for hanging on the show. The brutal as fuck new Cataclysm album, Unconquered, is out on September 25th. My mum's birthday, actually, so I should get her a copy for her birthday, right? You should. You uh, should yeah. <laughs> through Nuclear Blast. <laughs> she, could get, she could get angry at you. <laughs> ah, she's all right. She puts up with me. Um, yeah, no. i'll have all as i say the links will all be down here for all the pre-orders support the boys uh until we chat again bro take care and uh stay safe over there and hopefully we'll see you soon awesome and i want to thank you for taking the time to to promote to push the word out you're super important right now for all bands not just cataclysm for everybody because it's a hard time out there man and you know everything's shut down so having you uh, out there putting the voice out this means a lot so thank you Thank you to all you Aussie fans out there and hope to see you guys soon. That means a lot. Thank you, brother. You have a good night, man. You too, brother. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 